0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Eminence Legacy podcast. You can learn more about us at EminenceLegacy.com, where you will find a blog and a virtual session for life coaching. Learn about yourself and how you can understand the people around you. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, where you can find podcasts like this one. log goes through your mind every single day what am I going to have for dinner am I going to have time to go to the gym am I going to go to my friend's gathering today we spend so much time just trying to make decisions that in all actuality it creates fatigue you can actually get tired from decision making because in, in a single day you can take up to 35,000 decisions that you take So you have to sit down for each one of these and consider what it is that you're going to choose. Now I'm not just talking about big decisions, I'm talking about you open up your closet, you're choosing what you're going to wear, which route you're going to take to work. So all of these are compounding so sometimes you get to a position where you're just so exhausted to take any more additional decisions that you end up putting yourself in a position where it's easier to make a mistake when you're making a choice. So there's a few things that we would like to discuss in this episode about how you can make smart decisions, how you can think critically through them and the things that you need to be aware of. Every time that we're making a decisions. there are certain aspects that are preventing us from seeing the full picture. And unless we're aware about what those barriers are, we're going to continue to make either too quick of a decision or that is not based on information Or that is based on false information and it's going to have an impact in the long term and sometimes short term as well so we're going to go ahead and be discussing that today now you mentioned just the part of the
1: numbers of decision-making if we add on the fact that we have over 50,000 thoughts in our mind every day going through our mind and half of those are negative thoughts so this 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 makes it more challenging for for one to make better decisions but let's go ahead and talk about this so there's two systems in our in our the way we we do things the way we interpret things the first system we're gonna call it system one this is what initiates what a lot of people don't understand and and maybe you do understand but um they don't wanna accept it fully that only about ninety to ninety five percent of our day yeah uh, is automatic which means we're always in an auto, autopilot and, all, and only 5% of of the things that we do we actually remember so that's why this is the reason you don't even think when you're driving this is stuff that you do normally and that is taken care of by system 1 which is the initiator that's the one that keeps you going every day and sy- system 2 that's the one that's more logical that that thinks that that thinks things through, and takes a little bit more time to process things. So this is what we want to start with. And these are the two main systems that we're working with. And we want to bring self-awareness to this for us to be able to make those
0: better decisions. Okay, so you're talking about system one. So basically what you're referring to is that, you see, one of the things that we forget to consider is how much information our brains are basically observing at any given time so your eyes are looking at a million things the car next to you the sign ahead of you the, f- the the screen on your phone your kids in the back seat so your mind is split into several different things at the same time that we just do things automatically as a mechanism to be able to move forward because imagine i think about like the suit like superman you know when he uh when, when when he realizes that he can that he's has these powers and he's able to hear everybody's um uh, what everybody is saying, he's able to see beyond what the human eye can see and he's just overwhelmed by that. That's basically the way we would be if we didn't have the ability to ignore the surrounding uh, the surrounding environment that is not necessarily important to us in the moment. So you're sitting in your bed and you hear the clock ticking, eventually you're not going to to be able to hear that clock because your mind has decided that that's not relevant to what it is that you're doing, and therefore you're able to focus not so much on that sound that's in the background, but you're able to focus on the actual task at hand that you're working on. So as you're experiencing all these things, your mind has an ability to ignore them and to focus on what's important to you and this is usually what we start
1: doing automatically every day because you hear that clock every day it is is normal to you to hear it so it's not relevant anymore but if you have a guest in your house this is what they. Hey, what's that what's that sound oh it's my clock you're gonna know what it is but at the in the back of your mind you've already shut it off so think about think about it like this Uh, the the system one if you're thinking about about baseball by the time the pitcher is throwing the ball, the batter is already swinging. The, the batter is already has instincts to actually bat before the ball is even released. The reason this happens because if they were to stand there and wait for the ball to get closer, they're not going to hit the ball. They're going to hit a strike. So what we're trying to do here is allow you to hit every decision you make out of the park and make sure that you're always timed and that you know the difference between system 1 and system 2.
0: Exactly so to elaborate on that baseball analogy so instinctly you know by observation that you need a swing as soon as the ball is coming towards your direction however it takes many years of training many years of observing and and being able to come up with the strategies of your swing of or, or measuring your strength to be able to hit that ball precisely the way you want it and this is how both parts work together the part where you are doing things instinctively and the part where you actually think rings through. develop a strategy to be able to approach the decision that you're going to make which swing is the one that you're going to choose to give in that given time
1: and again uh, most of when we're talking about this analogy you normally start with System 2 because you have to break down the process, learn the process, but it becomes a point where that information gets passed over to System 1, which is the autopilot, that, that automation that we create.
0: All right, so let's talk about some of the stuff in, about the System 2. How would you define that for us? Well, if you're making a decision and
1: you, and, and you have an answer right away, that is your system one working if you take time to filter that thought to filter the the the, the different uh, choices that you have and then after a while you make a decision that will be your system two actually kicking in because it, it already broke down the information and is
0: gonna try to see what's the better choice alright so in system 2 is the part where we're basically grasping the information and being able to formulate how it is that we're going to go about it so there's several things that, that get in the way whenever it is that we're trying to think about how we're going to make a choice so let's go ahead and discuss some of those first of all let's discuss the law of small numbers so a lot of times when we're going to make a decision we think that because we've seen a small representation of a result so well I'm not going to take that risk because I my friend did it and therefore I'm not going to do it okay well your friend is just one person so just because your friend said that he's going to go uh that he's going to try going to the gym more often but didn't succeed then you can't automatically assume that you're that that's going to be you just because you didn't just because your friend didn't commit to it that means that you're not going to commit to it He might say, it's like, well, yeah, I I tried working out. I tried eating healthy, but it didn't work for me. Is that really a good enough reason for you to say, it's like, well, my friend tried that, and therefore I'm not going to try it. So that's a small number. But in reality, if you just look at the bigger picture, you find out that the people that have done the process have seen a result, that they have seen growth because of the commitment to that decision.
1: Well, and if you want to, Put it a little bit more practical. I mean, how many times do we go on Amazon and we go over the reviews and we see a couple of negative reviews on on what you're gonna purchase and automatically you discard the item because a couple of people were not satisfied with the with the item. Again, we run into that uh, lot small numbers that we're basing. We're trying to base a big decision on something so
0: small. It's true, though, because I do look at the one star, two star reviews before I look at the 4,000 reviewers that left the four to five stars. So you always start with the bottom and then you <laughs> and then you build your way up from there. But you're absolutely right. Like that small fraction of, a, of, of people is not enough to make a final decision about the overall choice itself. So then we have the next thing that,
1: that sometimes gets in the way when we're making decisions. And this is called anchoring. And anchoring is something that, that you're going to see a lot when you go to stores, when you're trying to buy a house or when just uh, people are trying to get you to kind of get in the middle of a number or an idea that they're pushing on you. For example, let's say you go to a, a store and they're selling a t-shirt for $1,200 and then the second one is going for $100. At the point that you see that the the first one is more it's more expensive, you're not gonna get either or because you're gonna say well why well, I'm gonna get the cheaper one if the other one's much better. So a lot of times uh, we kind of like, I'll bid out ourselves or we kind of stick around the same number, same things like if if you're, they're selling you a house or a car and you already had a number in mind when they anchor you, they normally give you that number and you you weren't willing to pay that number. But they, they give you, well, the list I could do is $30,000 and then you start negotiating off of the number they gave you, not off of the original number you had in mind.
0: Right, so you go in there with expectations that, okay, so this is my current budget, but they did tell you, well, that's impossible because this is what I have. It's like, well, may, that might be true in his scenario, but that's why we need to expand our scope and not settle for less. And we need to always,
1: that's why we, we need to have our non-negotiable, guys. This is where you come out with non-negotiables. What, what are the non-negotiables? What I consider non-negotiables, okay, what is your convictions? What What is it that you really want? And don't negotiate down. Actually stay with the numbers that you're in. Stay with the ideas that you're in. And not that you're going to be hard-headed and trying to make a decision that's not good for you. But a lot of times um, they're going to try to anchor you or persuade you a certain way. And as it is, we're already very biased in a lot of our decisions, Decisions, so we need to be careful when we're making decisions. That's why we need to utilize more the system too, which is the one that filters out the thoughts and, and puts everything into perspective and kind of gives you, get, you go over all the options and all the outcomes and you make the better decision.
0: So the next point that we want to touch on is priming. Priming is is um
1: is very peculiar because for example we see uh brands that that continually put um, their stuff out there with big names and they kinda start priming your mind into wanting that product and the way they do this they they, they get big names to kinda push their product or, or do certain things with their product and it, it, it like uh, it makes you feel of a certain achievement, if you get it, like I've never met anybody that um, doesn't sit in a, a Maserati and doesn't think that wow, I I really made it. It's some sort that brand has allowed um, or or prime us to believe that that's like the
0: status symbol of success. So when that comes to making decisions, sometimes we think that we're free for ourselves to make that choice. But in reality, it's a branding that that is manipulating us to do act in a certain way. So you don't choose an insurance because it's the best policy out there and because you've compared it between each one. You're going to go based on the ones that you remember, based on the commercial that's stuck in your mind the most.
1: And that is correct. This is um, um, the last thing that you heard. And we see this every time. There's going to be also... Uh, candidates running for politicians or whatnot they try to push those names out there and a lot of times even even uh, bad media is good media for a lot of these people because as long as you're hearing their name the last thing this last name that you hear before you go to the ballot that's what
0: you're gonna put that's right so go ahead and whenever you're making a decision make sure that you're not falling a victim bit to some of these different Uh, pitfalls that we can fall into making the choice based on priming meaning something that it it just stood out to you because of branding or because if you think of something a certain way and you can't picture it being the opposite um, or just because of a small representation that you saw that it was a that that you saw a small representation of it and you think that therefore is going to be true in the bigger picture so make sure that you're not falling into any of these so the next one we're going to talk about is cognitive ease
1: continent Ease is uh again uh, we need to check our convictions our ideas because a lot of um stuff that we pick up uh, with the people that surround us with the the where we come from and there's a lot of uh, uh falsehood that that has been I guess taught to us or, or, or shown us. So we kind of start doing things some uh, following a process that's familiar to us and it's kind of hard to break away. So if you're trying to make better decisions, try to analyze what was the last decision you made that got you into trouble and find out what triggered you to make that decision and what didn't you think about. And normally it's something that you felt comfortable and familiar with, and you make the decision just right there because you you thought you you knew what you were getting yourself into, but it was more than anything something that you felt familiar with, and this happens a lot because uh, when you surround yourself with a certain certain kind of group of people, uh, they might they might tell you that something's good, and you start fe- seeing that it's maybe it is working out for them, or maybe they're not doing so well. But yet, those are the people that you surround yourself with. A lot of times, it's easy for you to make that bad decision because. They um, are priming you, per se, into the next decision you're going to make.
0: Right, so a lot of times, this is this is a really tricky one because if you feel comfortable with it, sometimes that's going to prevent us from going reaching the next level because we don't want to get out of our comfort zone. So you want to make sure that when you're making a decision, it's not simply because of how you feel. Like we said, there's the way there's your initial reaction which is part of system one but system two is more critical than that it's actually going to analyze the situation and see what is the best outcome for you in the short term and long term so you don't want to get to the position where you're just making a choice simply because it is the easiest choice to make because that's what you're comfortable with and you're afraid of change and
1: one of the things i forgot to mention and and when you were speaking it came to mind what happens with system two in this particular area Is that it chooses the path of least resistance so it's gonna go with whatever system one was telling them to do so whatever it's familiar with that's what it's gonna go with and remember even if if a decision went well the first time you have to remember what got you to this level what got you to let's say graduate or what got you to get going to college or or get that new job is not gonna get you to the next level what you need to do is you need to make different decisions, and you need to kind of uh, find a new formula for you to keep moving towards the next level. If not, you're going to stay stagnant and, and stuck. Again, this 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 part in itself, System 2, is always going to rely on System 1 because it chooses a path of least resistance, and it's easier. We're, we just get
0: lazy. Alright, so the next point is jumping to conclusion.
1: Jumping into conclusions, we could do this a lot, especially when we're um, so used to something. And before they even finish, you're already on board. But the thing is that you don't even know what the end process is going to be of the situation. And this has to do a lot with again, maybe you're hanging around with people that you respect or people that you look out, uh, you you kind of like look up to, and you think that everything's going to be okay, but that is another thing that we call a halo effect they just uh, it, it just necessarily because it's it's going well for them or something's going good for them you need to stop back and make sure that it's a right decision
0: for you and this takes in so this takes shapes in several forms so for example like the halo effect somebody just they, somebody or something or whether it's an organization or whatever they just can't can do no wrong and therefore you're just going to blindly follow or perhaps it's a framing bias where they simply give you the parts that that they know that you're going to like but and at the same time failing to address other areas that are outside of the frame that they want you to see things as or confirmation bias you simply go out and look for information that already agrees with you because you don't want to be contradicted and then later find out that it's wrong but one of the things that makes a better decision in the future is to First of all, just make a decision. And if it's wrong, learn from it. Because ultimately, the more decisions that you make, the better it is that you're going to be at it. We have to remember
1: that our brain is a predicting machine. It's always going to predict. And it's always going to try to guess without having the full information. And sometimes that gets us into a situation where we don't really check the worst case scenario, or not just the worst case scenario, but our options, because maybe you're not going to get yourself in a worst case scenario. Maybe it's a good scenario, but you could have been better off with a different
0: choice. All right, so the sixth point we want to look at is availability.
1: Availability occurs when you have certain information, so that information is normally used um, to make judgment calls. But a lot of times, again, we run into the situation where it's biased. You only are getting the information that you want to see. When you start asking uh, for, I guess, people to help you uh, in certain situations, we normally try or tend to look for people that agree with us. And a lot of times this could be um, very critical in our judgment and making decisions because we're being very biased on what we're listening to. And even the news or or what we're hearing uh, we need to be a little bit more uh, filter out those thoughts and be more
0: honest with what we're trying to accomplish the other thing about availability is that is basically in the word it's the information that's available to you and sometimes it's unrelated or or very unlikely to be related but you still want to apply it so for example Let's say you hear in the news about a plane crashing and you have a flight the next day, then you assume that there's a very high possibility that your plane is going to crash, even though the statistically it's, the chances of that are very low. So you want to make sure that your decision-making is not based by only a single circumstance. And once again, get the full information.
1: always get more information and again if you're making decisions right off the gate you're really using your system one which is normally the one that takes most of the i guess takes off the heavy lifting every day with our regular routines
0: and the last point will be the sunk cost fantasy
1: this one occurs um, a lot when we invest a uh, additional resources like that they'd say we invested in a lot of time in, in something right we have already invested uh, time in learning something a certain trade or maybe with a person or whatnot and we know that 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 is not that that part of of um of use already invested we kind of do not want to let go of the uh, of the situation even though we know that it's going bad and this happens with finances, it happens with relationships, it happens all over because the more time you invest in something, it kind of escalates and gets a little bit uh, more difficult of letting go.
0: Right, because eventually it's possible, like you mentioned, you spend so much, whether it's the form of time, whether it's the form of money or re- or any sort of resource, you, s- you invest so much time in it and you see very little to no return. And it's very difficult to cut it off because you're you're thinking to yourself, I've been spending so much time on this for me for it not to lead anywhere. But it comes to a point where eventually you have to cut your losses and realize when a loss is a loss and move forward.
1: And the that's another thing. We have to have a better relationship with failure because a lot of times we feel that it's it, it's a failure or it's something lost, but we learn through the process. Everything's a, a learning Process and we could actually learn how to make better decisions or maybe you learn something that you didn't know about yourself And you're able to to kind of uh, Evolve from there one of the things that I I want to uh, I guess Emphasize and a lot of this is self-management being able to to manage yourself manage your thoughts manage your reactions and learn more about yourself and identify the identify times two your two distractions that are distracting you the most from making this uh, good decisions or, or better decisions and I kid you not a lot of times you're gonna find out that that system one is overriding what you're doing on system two.
0: All right so this concludes this week's episode.